This is the NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Show. Connecting players with football industry professionals since 2002. It's what we do. Welcome everyone to this NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Edition. I am Ryan Roberts, Rising Draft on Twitter. Please check out everything NFL Draft Bible, NFLDraftBible.com. Check out our Twitter page. Everything that you need to know for NFL Drafts is on there. We're uh, you know, winding down here for 2020 NFL Draft. I want to bring you someone that is going to be a name that you're going to become very uh, familiar with heading towards the 2021 cycle, a guy that I would have been very impressed with on tape. I got Mr. Coin Dang, who is a linebacker out of Cal Berkeley, uh, going into his senior year now. Coin, before I get into any of the specifics with your game, man, just uh, just say he- hello to the folks. He- uh, I thank you for coming on to the show, my man. Yeah, but, uh, thank you for having me on, Ryan. Uh, what's up, people? <laughs> uh, just you know, excited to. To, you know, get into it. Absolutely, and I mean, you, I know people are very familiar with you, obviously, in Pac-12 football now. I wanted to kind of start you out, you know, I know you've you've traveled a lot in your past. I know you came out of high school in Virginia. Originally, you went to Virginia Military Institute, VMI, first. Talk to me a little bit about coming out of high school and why VMI was kind of the best fit for you uh, at your first stop. Yeah, man, so I was a little bit of a late bloomer. Uh, you know, multi-sport athlete, uh, football, basketball, and track. And, you know, I kind of had some opportunities within each one. And, you know, football is always my favorite. But, uh, you know, didn't really go to any camps or anything like that. You know, because I was just always playing basketball in the summers and stuff like that. So, you know, graduated high school at like 190 pounds, maybe like 185, 190 pounds, and uh, under-recruited. And decided to go to VMI, you know, because it's a good school and, you know, opportunity to play D1. Absolutely, and I, I want to get back. I want to get into the uh, the dual sport. I, I I didn't know that you were heavy into track as well, but obviously I know you played basketball early on at VMI, so you were kind of, you know, how, how much did that coin for you? How much did the opportunity to play both sports at the college level kind of go into your decision early on? It was big. Um, you know, a lot of people probably don't know I had more success playing high school basketball than I did uh, playing football. You know, football is always my favorite, but in terms of basketball, you know, I was Virginia 4A State Player of the Year and, you know, played, you know, basically my entire life. And so that was something that meant a lot, too. You know, you, they, they say go where you're celebrated, and I definitely feel celebrated mm-hmm. at VMI. I had some really good coaches. Uh, you know, man, Justin Hamilton, he actually went on. To, he's the defensive coordinator at Virginia Tech now. And it was a really good mentor to me. And, uh, you know, I felt like I grew and learned a lot there and started to grow into my potential and, you know, kind of quickly learned that I should be playing at a higher level. Yeah, and, and I kind of wanted to ask about the track uh, background now that you kind of talk about it a little bit because I have coached football, coached track on the high school level. What, what was kind of your uh, – what were your events when you were a track athlete? Uh, you know, I ran my senior year, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to get ready for – college football, you know, I want to stay active, and so I ran, I did a lot, I did everything for my team, uh, you know, whatever we needed to win meets, and so I ran a lot of 400s, uh, a bit of sprints, but really I was doing like 400s and jumps, so I was a high jumper, mm-hmm. 400 runner, those were probably my, kind of my two things. Gotcha, gotcha, that makes total sense with that stride length, man, you got, you got a, you're, you're a tall kid, so that, uh, 
that uh, that high jump makes a lot of sense. And for anybody that hasn't seen you on on the field this past year at Cal, you know, just a couple of the things you were able to accomplish: 119 tackles, seven and a half tackles for loss, three sacks, eight pass breakups, all Pac-12 selection this year. Honorable mention. From VMI, obviously you made a decision, and I saw your your highlight tape at VMI uh, playing against some option football, kind of playing on the edge, looking like a 3-4 kind of alignment. Why was the decision made to leave VMI and eventually end up at Independence? Man, uh, you know, I really wanted to maximize my potential on the field. Mm. And, you know, I felt like uh, I was kind of ready for a different experience, you know, just in in terms of my college experience, you know, uh, going into VMI, I was thinking about being a military officer, and uh, you know, I kind of be at a bigger school and be able to explore more things in my studies, and, you know, play football at the highest level in college. So that's really where I was at. Mm-hmm. And and obviously, like like what what I told you off um, before we started recording was I don't want to ask you too much about independence. I just my biggest question about independence during that stop is. You were a player that obviously got to experience the recruiting process twice. And you you said, you know, the first time around you were a little lightly recruited. What was the differences, biggest differences for you recruiting-wise coming out of independence the second time around? Uh, You know, it was a little different, you know, because I developed a little bit in my body, kind of started to know who I was as a football player. And, you know, coming out of high school, I felt like nobody wanted me. And coming out of JUCO, I felt like everybody wanted me. So, uh you know, being a little older, you know, I kind of really knew what my, like, the things that were important to me. And so, uh, you know, Cal kind of just fit that entire, you know, checked off every box for me. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, when we talk about Cal Berkeley, obviously the, you know, Pac-12 football, which obviously is a huge appeal, playing on the West Coast, I'm sure was a big appeal for you. And obviously the the academic part of everything you know, you talked a little bit of why Cal kind of, you know, fit most of those boxes, but but why were they the team that really, you know, in the process kind of separated themselves as the best possible option for you? Uh, man, I mean, just the, the, the coaching staff and the locker room mm-hmm. and the culture, you know, surrounding the, surrounding the building and the culture surrounding the university, just like I felt like it was everything I needed to maximize myself. Yeah, you know, um, in terms of you know the way we play defense, like our staff is ridiculous. We, you know, we currently have four defensive coordinators. You know, like <laughs> it's crazy. You know, between Justin Wilcox, you know, uh, Peter Sermon, my position coach, uh, Tim DeRuiter, mm-hmm. and our new DBs coach. Like we have four people who are defensive coordinators, and so like just yeah. the coaching that we get and the detail that going to and the game planning and the development is just off the charts yeah you know for me like I, i've never played into a linebacker coming into uh, you know this past season mm-hmm. and coach Sherman was able to really teach me a lot yeah. about you know playing in the box you know i, I played a lot more edge mm-hmm. in my past and uh really taught me the game and a lot of different you know different nuanced things and you know i felt like my IQ was starting to really rise so i think just the coaching and the development that we can get at Cal is ridiculous. You know, we don't have all all the big time recruits, but you know, every year you look and you see guys who can play some big time football. So, uh, absolutely. And you you mentioned a couple of guys. You know, those coaches say obviously Coach Sermon played and played linebacker in the NFL was a great player. 
And, uh, you know, Coach Wilcox has been someone for the past few years that I've been a huge fan of. He's, he's one of the best defensive minds in college football. And you talked a little bit about, obviously, moving inside, mostly being an edge player throughout your career. And now you're, you were right in the middle with a guy like Evan Weaver, who obviously was an All-American great football player. How much did you were you able to just kind of learn from the rest of the guys? Because, I mean, I mentioned a couple guys like Evan Weaver, Ashton Davis, uh, Jalen Hawkins, Cameron Bynum's coming back. Like, there's so many great football players in that defense. What was it like just being able to learn from that group and being a part of such a great unit last season? I mean, it's cool, man. It's, it, and the best part about it is we have guys embody it from every level of the defense and you know I think we're all leaders in our own right and we all push each other so you know like our guys are just hungry to learn too like guys like Ashton Davis you know there's some of the hungriest people you know who's a big time football player yeah well you know in the conversation for one of the best safeties like that's the guy who is always trying to get little nuggets from whoever he can you know what I'm saying like Cam Elijah you know Elijah Hicks is gonna be playing more safety he's coming to me asking me about, you know, box fits, you know, as he's, as he's going to be moving from corner, rotating, rotating into the box from time to time. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's just hungry to learn. And so, like, that that culture, you know, really just kind of flowed into me. And so, I, you know, I already felt like I was a student in the game, but, you know, I just became even hungry to learn and be around guys like that. So, and obviously, we, the production and everything that he was able to accomplish, being able to spend every day with him was – awesome you know being able to push him and him being able to push me mm-hmm. uh you know i think we were able to get a lot out of each other Oh, uh, without, without a doubt. And it, it, you know, just talking to a couple of those guys when I was up in Indianapolis for the Combine, it's very easy to see the just the, the minds that, that you guys had on that defense. And, you know, a part of an 8-5 and five record, you, I, I know you guys hit, you know, a tough little stretch in the middle section there. I, I know uh, Chase went down, quarterback, who was a really nice player, and coming back and – but you guys, you know, ended up getting that 35-20 victory over Illinois in the Red Red Box Bowl, and I know you had, like I mentioned before, a really nice first year on campus. Just, just coin for you, how much did that season live up to your expectations of maybe what you what you thought it might end up being when you first committed to Cal? Man, uh, you know, I came in with high expectations. I just wanted to come in, be able to learn mm. from these coaches, and, and go out and help my team win, and so. You know, we just, we raised the standard uh, this past year. You know, we were able to beat Stanford, uh, you know, win a bowl game. And so those were two of our goals. We didn't accomplish all of them. And so, mm-hmm. you know, now, you know, our, we, we really have three goals, and it's to, you know, to win a bowl game, to win the Pac-12, and, uh, you know, beat Stanford. And so uh, for me, uh, you know, basically now it's time to set out and make sure we reach those goals this fall. You know, as a senior leader, mm-hmm. and you know it's going to take, you know it's going to take pushing everybody, pushing myself, and uh, getting better every day. That's mm-hmm. what that's going to take, and it's going to take production, and uh, you know being there for the younger guys, and continuing to learn from the guys around me as well. So. And do you think that there's going to be any any differences as far as the defense? Obviously, with Evan leaving, is there any? Do you know if there's any um, any idea of using you any differently this fall, or is it kind of just settling into to where you really started to grow last season? Uh, you know, our coaches are always going to set us up to be able to succeed and play off of our strengths. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm sure there will be there will be some coming off the edge. 
it'll be a little bit of that, but, you know, also really just be in the middle, mm-hmm. kind of being the, you know, the senior presence and the, the lead communicator. Mm-hmm. And, you know, setting out to be really productive. And so they're always going to add some wrinkles yeah. to the game plan. And, you know, we're already tweaking some things with our defense overall. But, I mean, you know, when, when the fall comes around, they'll be, they'll be putting us in the best position to succeed. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know as a as a guy that you, you mentioned, you don't need to physically develop a little earlier in your career. How has how the weight gain gone for you, Coyne? Because I, I saw on the roster, latest roster, you were listed around 240. Is there kind of a target weight that you want to play at this fall? Um, just, you know, wherever I feel strong and explosive. So I lost a little weight during the season. I was playing in the 220s. Okay. Um, I'm about 245 right now, and I feel good. Mm-hmm. So I can move well. And so, you know, I might try to put on five more pounds. You know, up to 250, and then when camp comes around, you know, if I lose a little bit of weight, then that's fine. You know, play somewhere in the 240s. Awesome. And, and I wanted to ask you about um, some players that might be role models for you. I, I know when I played, you know, I played linebacker too, and I, I was a I was a huge Zach Thomas fan when I was younger, and then Luke Keekley was kind of my guy for, you know, the last few years. Is there any players for you, though, you know, past, present, growing up, that you kind of looked at and were just some of your favorite players? Uh, yeah, I mean, guys like Luke Keekley, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick, those are guys who I watched when I was a little younger. I think now, you know, I like to watch guys with similar frames and mm-hmm. similar styles to play. So I watch a lot of, like, Zach Cunningham. Nice. I watched Tremaine Edmonds, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Anthony Barr. You know, some of those guys with bigger – Layton Bender, some of those guys with bigger frames. And, mm-hmm. you know, watch how they move around and, you know, how they use their length and try to keep guys off of them. Yeah. So – yeah, and the one interesting uh, part, just kind of go off of that coin, is I know that length that you have, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, uh, you know, playing inside the box, but being able to use your long arms to press uh, offensive linemen off you, get, uh, giving a little space between you. In the passing game, I'm sure it's a headache to try to, you know, to, to, you're going to be able to close a lot of windows with that natural length you have. How, how has kind of your body typed helped you, you think, as far as a, you know what might, some people might consider kind of a strange position for you kind of playing inside at like 6'6"? Six, six? Uh, so obviously like in terms of the passing game, like uh, it makes it a lot tougher for the quarterback to you know get it over, over me and hit those, especially when they have good DBs. So like you were saying, I think I had like eight pass breakups or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's, it shows in that way. And uh, and also keeping the offensive line and off of me mm-hmm. in the run game and being able to, you know, be physical and, you know, being able to chase running backs down and, you know, being, being able to reach out and grab them when people don't think I'm going to make the play. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, big tackle radius, absolutely. That's one thing that, you know, pops off immediately. Are there things for you now, you know, going into, you know, I'm sure it's flown by for you, but going into your final year already, only, you know, just finishing up your first year on campus, is there things, uh, or maybe I should ask, what are the things that you're kind of focusing in on that are the, the points of emphasis to even take your game to an even higher level next year? Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm really working on striking and being as physical as possible. I want to be physically dominant this year, you know, Mm -hmm. adding 20 pounds and really being able to understand what it is we're doing in our scheme. You know, I think that's going to allow me to play fast and I want to be physically dominant. So I'm going to be working on striking, Mm -hmm. being violent, 
with mm-hmm. my hands, you know, using my using my length and making it so nobody can block me, you know, in our league and anybody we play. Awesome. Um, another thing I've been working on is uh, my footwork, you know, my feet. Uh, you know, I've been picking the DB's brains, guys like Cameron Bynum, and getting all types of different drills. You know, I want to be able to move around like a, I want to be able to move around like a safety, you know, mm-hmm. and use my speed and use my stride and, you know, have good transitions. Yeah. And, um, also, you know, just I want to have elite eye control this year. Mm. Oh. So those are kind of three things that I'm working on. Yeah, and and that that's so important, Coy. Now that you mentioned that, just like the the eye discipline. You know, obviously, you know, run fits are very important. Be able to kind of see where the gaps are opening up, but also, like you were saying, being able to be that pass dropper kind of you know locate your zone locate what's coming in front of you different things that is so important and I'm, I'm really glad that you mentioned that because I as a former linebacker like I can't mention to young guys enough how important great eye discipline is in the run and pass game absolutely and uh kind of one of the last things I wanted to ask you here you know you, you guys had some success this year. You had a lot of success. You kind of mentioned, obviously, what the goals are for your last year, you know, you being physically dominant. What are just a couple things individually, team-wise, that you want to accomplish this final year for you? Yeah, so we want to, you know, compete to win the North. We want to compete to win the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. And we want to win a bowl game. So those are three things we want to do. Uh, you know, me personally, I want to be exactly the guy that we need in the middle and the guy that we need in our defense to get that done mm-hmm. as a leader. So I want to be up to that standard. You know, what does it take to be a Pac-12 champion? And I want to be able to be the guy that can hold everybody to that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, watching, watching film as much or more than anybody, you know, working as hard as I possibly can. And, and obviously that's going to mean a lot of production as well. And so um, for me, my goals are to, are to be the exact guy that I need to be for us to reach all of our goals. And that will make sure – and whatever you know, I need for my resume, that'll come with within our team goals. So. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of the last question I wanted to ask you, Coin, because obviously you're going to be a kid, a young man next year that is going to potentially have that opportunity to play professional football, probably be drafted, you know, at some point. And for you, what type of, you know, without looking too far ahead, because I know you have a lot of football left to play next year, but what type of just blessing would that be to potentially play professional football down the road? Man, I mean, honestly, that would be, you know, living out a dream. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's something that I think about every single day. Um, you know, my family comes from South Sudan. You know, we're refugees of war, and... As far as I know, no South Sudanese kid has ever played in the NFL. So uh, to be able to be drafted and play in the NFL, that'd be that'd be huge. Awesome. That'd be a lot for my family and my community. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll, I'll certainly be rooting for you. Again, this is Ryan Roberts, Rise and Draft on Twitter, part of this NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Edition for the 2021 NFL Draft. Mr. Coin Dang, who is a Potential All-American linebacker. I'm putting it out there right now for the University of Cal next year. All-Pac-12 performer. Coin, I want to thank you again, man. I really appreciate all the time, and I'll be wishing you the absolute best during this process for you, man. I appreciate you, Ryan. Thanks for having me.